Every team, every topic, everywhere. This is Believe. Welcome back. Welcome back to Believe in UCLA. I'm your host, Travis Reed. And today, uh, we're going over the last, we're going to do two things. We're going to uh, go over the last game against Arizona, the disappointing loss at Arizona. And then we're going to preview UCLA's um, upcoming game next week, uh, exhibition game. So, uh, but you know, good news, the big man is eligible from Spain. So we will see what happens. Uh next week, uh, you know, I should be taping, start taping about the basketball season. But obviously I want to finish the football season before that happens. Hopefully my guest host will be still ready to do it. <laughs> um, ready to do the show with me. So we'll see. We'll we'll take that day by day. But today, you know. Wanted to talk about UCLA and their disappointing loss to Arizona. And it's weird because it was like deja vu. Like certain teams match up better with certain teams. Um, You know, Arizona, but Arizona has been winning lately. I think they'll probably be ranked. They've won like their last four games. They they smoked uh, Washington State like 44-6. to six. They beat Oregon State. They beat UCLA. They played like six ranked teams in a row. Obviously, they played. They lost the SC at the buzzer. Essentially, at the, you know, at the very end of the game, they were they well could have beat SC. You know, then they would have been really cooking with grease. So they're six and three. UCLA six and three, and they got the next game at home against Arizona State, which they should win. And then they have the crosstown rivalry versus USC, which is you know essentially a pick'em game to me. You know, I don't know who's going to win that game. And then they should be Cal on the road, but. Um, the nine and three record is obviously still attainable. They should be, you know, right there to get that and go to a decent, decent bowl. I'm not saying it would be a great bowl, but you know, nine and three should get them to, you know, good bowl. And like I said, uh, Chip Kelly has been winning, like, you know, like eight, nine win seasons. That's, you know, for UCLA football, that's great. You know, I think because the only time, Stop, excuse me. The last time they went like that was when they were going to Rose Bowl and things like that when SC was terrible. I remember that. Like that was like in, when I was in college at uh UCLA. <laughs> um, but they've been better. They've had good years. Don't get me wrong, they've had good years. Um but yeah, I mean, like I I'm I'm really impressed with the team, even though they disappointed that game. I think to be honest with this game. It was the quarterback. You know the old saying, when you have multiple quarterbacks, you really have none. And it's kind of like that's what it is with them. Like they have multiple quarterbacks that Chip plays. So he really doesn't have any quarterback. Um, You know, their quarterback play is hindering them, you know. I love Mr., you know, uh, I love, you know, Eaton, you know, but he's – He's a good, he's a good player, but I don't know. I, I, you know, like I think he's a good player, but he struggles to read the defense. Excuse me, he struggles to read the defense, and 
you know, uh, he struggles to read the defense and, you know, like sometimes he throws the ball late, things like that. Just they struggle with the quarterback. I think, uh, you know, Collins good, but he's not really a passer. He's a runner. He's strictly, they come in, every package they come in with him is a, is a option run. And every time he is forced to pass, it's just way off. You know, like it's way off. Like it's, you'd be like, man, um, Okay, you know what I'm saying? Like you okay, like you'd be just like this guy's wide open. And miss, miss, you know, so he's strictly more of just a running quarterback. And then you got Mr. Moore, you know, who's a freshman. He's a freshman. So, you know, it is what it is. But I think to be honest, it was Arizona won that game in the trenches. Um, you know, UCLA did get pressure. Got a couple sacks, but, you know, but it wasn't, you know, Arizona kind of physically took it to him. You know, that's just me. I thought that, you know, they took it to him. And you see, they did get three sacks. Obviously, one and a half by, you know, pretty much the defensive play of the year in the Pac-12, I think. And uh, Latu, you know, um, I think he'll be deep. But, like, yeah, they, they just – you know, and a lot of different players caught a pass here and there, but nothing really serious. Um, and as far as rushing goes, you know, they had 114 yards total as a team. Like I said, Arizona is one of those teams that a lot of people don't want to play right now. They're bold eligible now. They just won their six, you know, four. They just won like three, four in a row. They are a dangerous team. You know, the quarterback threw for 300 yards and three touchdowns. Obviously, he had an interception, but they – you know, he's a run around quarterback and they, you know, like he was every time, you know, you see they would have him kind of pinned in, he would scoot out of there and throw a good pass. They rushed pretty good. They had 129 yards, which is not, you know, not nothing to sneeze about, but hey, you know, they had end up with obviously over 400 yards of offense. Um, you know, and I just think that like, you know, that was a situation where, uh, you know, like they have four hundred yards, over four hundred yards of offense, and you know, like I said, I just thought they kind of took it to UCLA in a way. I, I thought that you know UCLA, like I said, the offense really, really struggled because what Arizona basically said is that we're going to make the quarterback beat us, essentially, and our defensive line is going to you know keep the pressure on quarterback, and you know we're going to make him beat us. We're not going to let the run run game beat us, and that's what happened. You know, uh, and like I said, on offense, they scored. Like I said, they was up. And then UCLA, you know, uh, missed opportunities. Missed opportunities, you know, for UCLA. I thought, you know, drop passes, uh, missed assignments, obviously, you know, penalties. I just thought that, like I said, they just, you know, uh, Arizona came to play that game. They wanted to be both eligible. This is a big game, homecoming. You know, Gronk was there. Robert Gronkowski, you know, Hall of Fame tight end. Hall of Fame tight end was there. And, you know, like I said, I just thought that it was um, it was a statement game for Arizona. It was on TV, you know, which Arizona don't get a lot of TV games. And like I said, it was just, just like last year. <laughs> Some teams are just bad matchups. And I just thought that Arizona was just a bad matchup for UCLA. Really bad matchup. And, 
you know, like that was essentially it, you know, like it wasn't, you know, they came down and, you know, they scored and it was uh, 10 to, I want to say 10 to, uh, you know, 10 to, uh, I want to say, um, Mm, was it 17, I believe it was really, it, it got, you know, it got close in, at times, but you know, like I said, Arizona just kind of, kind of just always had, I, I never thought that, you know, it was like seven to 17, you know, I thought if you see, they could put a couple of run, a couple of drives together. But I just, I don't know. I just never felt that they could do enough to win the game, you know? And I never felt that they had enough or they was going to do enough to win the game. And they didn't. And like I said, Arizona was just pumped up. They were getting sacks. They were, you know, they played, you know, they, like I said, the, I, this that was the best game I had seen Arizona play in a while, I think. You know, they was really, really, really good. You know, their defense had three sacks. It felt like they was hitting them a lot. Um, you know, they, like I said, they just played hard. They just, they really played hard. They really played, came out and played and, Kind of just like I said, just put everything away. Their, their receivers caught tremendous passes. The call, kid called one like tremendous pass where he had one footed bounds, kind of fell out. Like I said, it was they were they're they're a scary team. Like I said, I think that if they would have been playing, they've gotten better. Arizona's gotten better. Um, essentially, they should be seven and two. Like I said, SC beat them by the skin of their teeth. You know, SC beat them in overtime. With the backup quarterback, literally uh, like on a two point conversion or something like that, or stop. Uh, yeah, so I really think that you know they really should be seven and two, and not even six and three. So um, a lot of their losses is in the beginning, you know, essentially, you know, and like I said, they've been tearing it up, you know, um, you know they lost to Mississippi State. And they lost to Washington, but it was a close game against Washington, you know, really close game against Washington, really a touchdown game. And he lost to obviously SC by, by two points in overtime. So, I mean, like I said, they, they won, you know, they beat three ranked teams in a row. They've beaten three ranked teams in a row. And next week they play at Colorado. They should beat Colorado. You know, that'd be four wins. That'd be seven and three. And then they finish, you know, at Utah and Arizona state. Now we'll see. Like I said, the Pac-12 is a gauntlet this year. It's probably the best the conference has been in years. And the fact that they're disbanding, disbanding it after this year just shows you it's a shame, essentially. It's a shame. They've had at one point out of the you know 12 teams, eight, eight were ranked. I mean, you know, like they have, they have a national championship contending team in Oregon. I think Oregon can really get into national championship contention and make some noise. Now, do I do I think they can beat a Georgia? I don't know. Or I think they could beat a Michigan. I think they could beat Ohio State. Um, they, you know what I'm saying? They took it to Ohio State last year in Ohio State. So I don't, I you know, like I don't think there's too many teams. I think they could beat a Florida. I you know, like I don't know. Like I said, and even Georgia probably. You know, I don't think Georgia, I think Georgia's good. I don't think Georgia's that good. There's no dominant team like there was. I mean, Georgia's obviously, you know, you can't keep essentially losing 12, 13, 14 players in the NFL draft every year and still be dominant. You know, everybody's going to have a little a tick down, you know. Um, so I think that, um, 
you know, with them or what they're doing is like I said, like, and I think the Oregon can really make it. I think Washington has a chance to make it. I don't think they will. Uh, because I think they're gonna lose to Oregon in the Pac-12 championship. <laughs> yeah, I don't think Washington's really that good. I think Washington can score. They can score with the best of them. SC defense make them look a lot better than what they really are. They're not really that good. They beat Oregon early in Washington in like one of the biggest Washington games and you know their stadium's history, you know, but I don't think Washington's gonna beat Oregon again. I think Oregon's gonna smash them in the Pac-12 championship. Um, you know, so that's what I think. I think it's not going to be close. I think Oregon's going to smash them. Now, uh, to add on to that, I think, like I said, Arizona State should be, you know, like the Pac-12 is insane. Arizona State could be uh, they're six and three. They could be nine and three too. I mean, if they beat Utah, it's in why they play them in Arizona, so. They could be minimum. I think they'll be minimum eight and four, but probably nine and three. And they would have beat, you know, they beat, you know, three ranked teams in a row. Remember, Washington State was number 19. They beat them 44 to six. Now, Washington State has been on a free fall after that. Uh, they beat, you know, at Oregon State when they were number 11 in the country. And then they played UCLA uh, when they were number 19 and, and, and beat them soundly 27 to 10. And, you know, now, like I said, they play Colorado and then they play Utah and then they finish out at Arizona State. Now, I think the Colorado and Arizona State should be game. They should be winning. You know, I would be kind of surprised if they don't, you know, and then obviously the Utah game is 50-50. So let's think about that. Arizona could be 9-3. UCLA can finish 9-3 and uh, because UCLA still has three games ahead of them. Uh, they have. You know, they have, you know, they have USC. They have who's very beatable, obviously. They've lost three of their last four. And they fired Grinch, which not even being an SC fan or anything, but, um, you know, like their defense was horrendous. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> like, I'm just like, I I watched the game because I obviously – I watched, you know, the game, uh, both games. Obviously, I watched USC Washington. I watched UCLA and, you know, um, UCLA and in Arizona. But I was just like, oh God, Lee. I mean, this that was like, you know, I've been watching Pac-12 football for as long as I've been, you know, a kid. I went to a lot of UCLA games, a lot of SC games. I, you know, I lived ten blocks from USC. Obviously, I love UCLA. So been to a lot of Pac-12 games. That is the worst defense I've ever seen from SC, ever. Like, ever. Like, I don't think I've ever seen a worse defense. Like, they gave up 50, and, and Washington didn't even play good. Like, Penix had 253 yards, and they still ended up with 500-something yards. <laughs> and he, he had 253 yards, and they still ended up with 52 points. How do you score 42 points at home and still lose by double digits? That's, you know, <laughs> just, yeah. Anyway, that's a whole nother tangent, you know, but we'll get back to the game. I think that, you know, UCLA, like I said, they have a great defense, a great defense. Like the job that the defensive corner has done has probably got him a head job somewhere. He's going to be a head coach somewhere, or at least he's going to get offers to coach a lot of places. You know, like if I'm 
any of these NFL teams or if I'm, you know, one of these struggling teams, hell, if I'm UCLA, USC, I'm like, what is your contract? I will, we will triple it. <laughs> we will pay everything out. We will make sure that you, you know, like just whatever the case is. Um, and yeah, like I said, uh, I think UCLA, because I think, I mean, to be honest, I think UCLA can go to SC and beat them just because like they're SC soft. Period. SC soft. UCLA is hard nosed, and if they can get a their quarterback play, if they if you just switch Caleb Williams and put him on UCLA, and UCLA would be probably be undefeated because that's the only thing they're missing is a quarterback. <laughs> they're only missing the quarterback. They have a great running game, you know. They have a great running, but a good running game. Um, they have great defense. You know, good receivers. You know what I'm saying? Like, they have a solid overall team. They're just missing the quarterback. You know, I think, like I said, the quarterback is what he is. You know, like, obviously, losing DTR, you know, uh, was big for UCLA because he was such a solid force and straight, you know, you know, like, just straight leader. And, you know, losing, obviously, Charbonnet, who I thought was the best running back in the country. I know B.J. Robinson is doing his thing in the NFL, but I think Zach Zarbonet was the best running back in the country. Like I said, he was spectacular, you know, those last couple of years. But like I said, I think that UCLA is great. Um, I think they have, they're in a good good opportunity. Like I said, I think they should beat Arizona State. Arizona State just lost 55-3 to at Utah. Um, I think they'll be better <laughs> in that game. But – uh, I think it's a game, very winnable game for UC, UCLA. And then obviously Cal's a very winnable game. And then I think USC's a winnable game. Now that they, they fired Alex Grinch, uh, you know, they fired, they fired Alex Grinch. Uh, now, like, you know, I don't – and then they go to Oregon this week. So I think they're going to get mollywhopped against Oregon. And then they're going to be – then they play UCLA. So I don't think that, you know, SC is any juggernaut, like, you know, they can score points. They can put up points. That's what they can do. Um, it's really strength on strength. It's kind of what it is. I mean, be be honest. Um, SC all, SC strength is their offense. UCLA strength is their defense. So it's going to be strength on strength in that game. So, but we will talk about that game obviously next week. But um, we'll also talk about you know the fact that and like I said, just I thought that UC, Arizona outplayed. Like some teams are just bad matchups for the other teams. I think that, you know, Arizona is just a bad matchup for UCLA. And, uh, you know, like that happens. But like I said, I think that UCLA still has opportunity in front of them. If they can win out, they still will have nine wins. And they still will be right there. You know, I think they can, you know, like if they can win, win out and then win a bowl game, whatever bowl they go to, 10-win season before going to the Big Ten, that would be amazing. That would be really amazing. You know, I think that, that's what the, I mean. That would, a double-digit win season would basically mean that UCLA is back, and then they can really build. Because I think you know Moore is going to be huge next year. I think he's going to be starting quarterback. You heard it here first. I'm not saying that's some kind of big take. They got they have to put more in when they play in Michigan and LSU. And if you look at the schedule, they have the schedule out for next year. And if you look at the schedule, like they play in Michigan and LSU and, and and like all these Penn State and all these great teams, and they're just like, yikes. You know, like you have to have a dynamic offense. Um, 
you cannot have just a average, you know, a average offense. You got to have somebody, you know, like a dynamic, you know, player. So you're going to have to be, you have to, you know, figure it out. Like I said, you know, and, and you're going to have to be great in the trenches. So, I mean, we're not worried about that, but like their schedule, like I said, is bananas. Bananas next year, people. Trust me. If you look at the schedule, they play, they go to LSU. They start at Hawaii. Um, you know, they go to LSU. They play, you know, they play Michigan in the big house. Uh, or I think they play, I know they play Michigan. I don't know if it's here at the big house. They play Michigan. They play Penn State. You know what I'm saying? Like it's going to be a wow schedule. Like I said, you'll see. And it's going to be great because you get to see these Big Ten teams next year and the games will probably be packed and, you know, because it's going to be new. But, you know, along with that, you can't go four and eight. You know, you got to win. And it's going to be a lot harder, even though this year the Pac-12 was probably the best it's ever been. Um, You still got to win. I mean, the funny thing is, like I said, the Pac-12 being this good is just simply ironic in a way. The fact that it's going to be this is this good, and they're disbanding it because you think about it. SC, uh, well, let's just say if they be, you know, SC would be, you know, they could be end up eight and four, nine and three. UCLA, same thing. Arizona, same thing. Washington and 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 uh, Oregon can be double digit wins, like <laughs> you know what I'm saying. Or Arizona State, same. I mean, Arizona State, Oregon State, same thing. Like they can have, you know, six, seven teams. Like half the league, over half the league could be with, you know, good records, eight and four records, seven, nine and three records. It just kind of depends. And so, like I said, I just think that it's a travesty that the Pac-12 is disbanding. But that's a whole other story, um, you know. But that I wanted to kind of get into that a little bit. Uh, you know, we'll get into that after the season and say just kind of goodbye to uh <laughs> uh goodbye to uh goodbye to the Pac twelve, you know. Uh as far as, you know, playing um you know, playing together. I really wish that, you know, it, that it wasn't happening because the Pac twelve was a, just a great conference. I mean, the years I played, and like I said, it was one of the top conferences in the country. We had so many NBA guys come out of the Pac-12 and, you know, like great teams. UCLA was always had a super amount of talent. Arizona, you know, Stanford, Cal, you know what I'm saying? So, um, but, you know, like I said, life goes on. And, you know, we're getting ready for, you know, this the final year of the Pac-12. So, yeah, but coming up this week, you know, UCLA uh, start finally gets to the season. They play on the, you know, they play Monday, uh, and, and 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 not Mata, but Amira got cleared to play. So I'm excited for them. They, you know, they play, you know, St. Francis, you know. So I think that you know it's going to be interesting to see what happens with UCLA. I think uh, they have some talent. You know, but they have some unproven talent. Um, you got your overseas guys and things like that. And can Boa make the jump? Um, we'll see, you know. Uh I think uh a day Amira is you know, one of those uh he's seven three. You don't know how good he really is. He's from Spain, they got him as a first round pick, so we'll see. 
um, is going to, you know, does he make does he make UCLA great? Does Boa make the jump? You know, it's going to be interesting to see how UCLA plays this year because if you figure, like, the last three, four years has been Tiger, you know, they've had great guard play and essentially not really a big man until Boa came last year. Uh, but now, you know, they have a couple good big men. So they're gonna, they got they can play Boa at the center. They can play – Boy at the power forward and a day at the center. So it's gonna be it's gonna be interesting to see. Uh like I said, they play on, you know, they play against St. Francis on uh the sixth, which is Monday, and then they play on the tenth um against uh against uh, Lafayette. So like I said, we'll see what happens. I think that you know they got a couple easy games that they should take care of. Uh, and then, then, like I said, the season starts. Like I said, it's just it gets goes. You know, they play the fifteenth, and then they play you know like the twentieth. And so, like I said, it's you know it's just boom. Then they have a little Thanksgiving little break. They play Marquette, you know, on the twentieth, which will be a huge game uh, because Marquette is preseason ranked number five in the country. They're in this in the Maui Classic. So yeah, in the Maui Invitational, rather. So yeah, it's going to be you know. We're gonna see what they're about really early, which I love. Like I'm not I'm not scared. You know, they played Long Island before that. So like I said, it should be three kind of easy win games to kind of get things going. Um, you know, three easy wins, you know, then then we go to Maui Invitational. So we'll see. Like I said, it was packed, it was about to rev up. I'm gonna give you my predictions. Uh next week. We'll go into predictions. Um, you know, they, like I said, these they, these two games, you know, kind of those, you know, games that you schedule just kind of get your team going. They should be two wins, you know. So like, this day they go two one zero, but it should be three and zero going into Marquette game, you know. But let's just say they're two and zero, you know, or three and zero going into the Marquette, you know. But let's just say these wins, and then I'll predict what their record will be total from just the preseason, you know, regular season. Uh, you know, excluding the Maui because I don't know what's going to happen in the Maui um, Invitational. So that's obviously about three games at least, you know. So, but we'll see what happens. Um, but yeah, I want to say thank y'all for following, you know, thank y'all for keep listening to Believe in UCLA. We're going to keep churning out these episodes. Like I said, you know, when basketball season is about to start, I should have my co-host with me. He said he was going to do it. So we'll see if he follows through. But either way, you're still going to have me for the basketball. I'm still going to be excited with the good old Travis Reed. Nah, I'm just playing. But, um, yeah, you can follow me at Travis W. Reed uh, on Instagram. That's R-E-E-D. And Facebook, Travis W. Reed on Facebook. I post all my social media on both, both uh, you know, whatever I'm going on, both those sites. Um, and you can, like I said, so like, share, subscribe to my YouTube channel. Uh, I'll, I'll post that in the in the link. You know, when you click on the, for the show, I'll put I'll put that in the link too. You can follow for an athlete's journey. That's my other show, where you know I interview former athletes and things like that. But you know, like I say, want to thank y'all for listening. We'll start next week. Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. 
Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube.